Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at Newworth Law, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I'm uh, fresh off announcing my first swim meet, so my voice is a little raspy. I spent three hours reading out uh, girls' names on uh, this past weekend. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things. One is the personal injury part, and the other is the you know personal enhancement part. So the first thing is that winter is coming here in the Northeast, and Pennsylvania has you know its own unique laws, just like every state does about tort lawsuits, slip and falls, ice, etc. So a couple of things you should know. First of all, there's something called the Hills and Ridges Doctrine. And that's a fancy way of saying that, in Pennsylvania at least, you can't sue someone for not plowing during a snowstorm. We don't require people to plow, usually for six to eight hours after the snow is falling. It's uh, considered sort of unfair. So if you sue somebody for a fall you had, in the, you know, you went out in the middle of the snowstorm, you slipped and fell, banged your head, <clears throat> broke your leg, you can't sue them if you were out in the middle of the snowstorm because, you know, that's what the law says. But the reason for the law is, you know, one, it's not safe for the plow guys to be out. Two, it's hard to get around in a storm. You know, back in the day, we used to have really big storms and, you know, you're town or township or whatever could be socked in so you know there is some sort of sense of personal responsibility and you shouldn't be out storming around in a snowstorm easy enough enough said now you know more importantly there is some point in time after a snowstorm when you know let's say your condo complex should be plowing their roads is it six hours is it eight hours a lot of it depends on you know the circumstances but let's say it's the next morning or let's say you know you're running a shopping center and you see rain in the forecast it rains in the middle of the afternoon you know it's going to freeze overnight and you as the property owner should know that there's going to be a ton of ice around if you have rain followed by freezing temperatures right not so hard to figure out usually most property owners like commercial property owners will have a snow management snow maintenance company who's responsible for doing the salting and the plowing and all that stuff so you know oftentimes they just don't put two and two together and put you know wetness plus freezing cold temperatures and say oh we're gonna have ice and then people start slipping and falling their way around the shopping center and injuring themselves you know that's a problem they're gonna have a lawsuit if someone actually gets seriously injured so that's something to think about. Next thing is, as the pedestrian, you know, you got to watch out if there's going to be, you know, snow and ice around. That's certainly your responsibility to keep an eye out for things. Um, but if you do fall, the most important thing is that you figure out what you fell on. You know, you take some photographs. Maybe oftentimes, you know, the property managers don't want people falling either. They're not just leaving ice out. Usually there's ice developing at the corners of gutters or if there's bad drainage, or there's all sorts of reasons why, you know, problems develop where they develop. It's not that the property manager is ignoring it, usually, um, although those are the easiest cases. 
But it, it's oftentimes when, it, you know, there's a space you wouldn't recognize that where a downspout is coming out and it's just spilling ice or spilling water and then the water freezes. So, you know, the first things to know about slip and fall cases in ice is one, don't go out and slip and fall during a storm because you're not going to recover anything. Two, keep your eyes out. Three, take photographs. Four, try and understand why this happened. You know, I had a case once where basically the property management company was, you know, knew they had a problem and didn't attend to it. Those are the best cases. Uh, it took a long ways through the course of discovery to prove that they knew about it, but I was able to eventually prove that, and that case settled. So, um, you know, it's photos at the scene, figuring out what happened, making sure you have a, an actual real injury, and then making sure it's not during the storm itself. Okay, so those are the basics for snow and ice, slip and fall, and then there's a whole bunch of details within that stuff. But, um, you know, a lot of the snow management companies bill either by the man hour or they bill by the amount of snow put, uh, salt put down. And so they usually have these sheets that are like their daily logs. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice a little rough from the swim announcing. So usually these like daily logs and you can go through the daily logs and see, you know, which you know, employee was there, how much salt they put down, was that in compliance with their agreement with the property manager, so on and so forth. You know, as much as possible, you don't want to be suing a private homeowner. Um, that's really not the ideal thing to be doing. So it's, you know, really commercial property owners are who you're looking to um you know, take your lawsuit against, because for the most part, you know, we give a benefit of a doubt to the um, the residential homeowner, because they're just not equipped the same way that the commercial property owners are. And, and most homeowners, you know, most people on juries are renters or homeowners, and they don't want to hold some poor schmo who just owns their house and didn't, you know, sweep their walk enough. Um, you know, that's not a great idea. So, you know, just on the other part of this whole thing as we're heading into the holidays here in the Northeast is, you know, it is really important in your daily life to try something new, to do something different, uh, whether that means, you know, trying something new that you're reading about, trying a new area to speak about, or, you know, I've tried in the past year or so to practice some meditation it's been an interesting journey, and it's something now I try and do more regularly. I find that it helps, but that's just something new I've tried. Um, but I would recommend you try something new in your daily life in the course of, uh, you know, as we head for the new year. Set some goals and make some efforts to try something new and different. It's generally, you know, the worst thing that happens is you fail at it. All right, that's Ask Andy for today. Have a great day, and happy Thanksgiving.